Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 58 of the Xbox Hall of Gamers podcast. This week, I'm joined by our wonderful producer, Cameron. Hello. Cool, I can hear that. Wonderful. Ah. And our absolutely fantastic co-host, Charlotte. Hi. Um, and me, you know. You're number two in New Zealand. Uh, yeah, num- but in New Zealand, no, I'm number one in New Zealand. No, number one in New Zealand. Sorry, Is that right? Yeah, so number one, I'm always going to be number one. But two in Australia. Sorry. Yeah. Um, ANZ. This week, uh, we've got quite a bit of news. Um, there's, there's been some 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 more mud mudslinging and the uh, the Sony Xbox, you know, kerfuffle as always. Really? Um, what? Yeah, right. What a fucking surprise. Um, we I've played a lot of games. We've got a lot to talk about. Um, and then there's some controversy about the Xbox Series S. Um, but without any further ado. Cameron's going to transition us to a song of the week that our good friend uh, of the show, Bulbasaur, sent in as one of our first guest song of the weeks in a very long time. So, yeah. take it away. Summer has come and passed. The freedom can never last. Wake me up when the games begin. Like the consoles come and pass The generations move so fast Wake me up when the games begin Here comes the games again Featuring the stars Dreading the pain again Knowing that they'll be lost As the death seem to rest They always forget what was lost Wake me up when the games begin all right, I know what it is. I would fucking hope so. It's Jesus of Suburbia. Oh god, yeah, yeah. No, okay. that, how did you? No, how no, did no. you? Well, wow, that's okay. Do you get the joke? No, is I the first question. Get, I do not get the joke. You're the last the time when me and Kirby did the RGS episode, you did the same song. I, yeah. We, oh yeah, yeah. It was Jesus of Suburbia, and I guessed. Wake me uh, up when September ends. Well, I believe it was Good Riddance, actually, is the name of the song, right? But you guessed, I think you guessed Jesus of Suburbia or something fucking completely wrong. No, no, he did Jesus of Suburbia, and I guessed I'm pretty, Wake Me Up When September I, I, ends. I have the song list here, Cameron. It definitely okay. wasn't Jesus was of it? Suburbia. It was, right, it, well, you have crazy. the whole song list literally saved. Yeah, it was Good Riddance, and I put it in there because it was because it got sung twice for some fucking reason. Um, but yes, okay, do you know what the song is, Cameron? Wake me out when September ends. Yes. Okay. Who sings it? Uh, Green Day. There you go. Okay. Fantastic. That's that's the band that I booked tickets for and they could never go to because of fucking COVID. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. I would I would Sounds say that's about right. I was going to say that that's true for a lot of bands, to be honest. Um, but yes, thank you, Bob. So very much for sending that in. Uh, we greatly appreciate. It. I would love to get more guest songs of the week. Whether you write them out and get me to sing them or sing them yourself, um, I'd ha- I'd love to sort of chuck them on the show. It's great. Uh, yeah, really... you don't actually have to sing them yourself. We do have three hosts, so you can actually pick and choose who you want to sing them. Yeah. Two of which can sing. I'll let you guess. 
Yeah, exactly right. Um, yeah. Maybe both of them are me. Um, <laughs> Rude. <laughs> no, you, no, no, no. You did. You did a great job. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So, uh, so thank Bob Saw for sending that in. Um, all right. Well, I suppose we'll get straight into the news because, oh, actually, no. Sorry, we have one community question. I should say um, that we came in. Probably start with that. Yeah, Jeez, so Isaac we, misses a few weeks, and then you just want to immediately. It's true. It's true. I, 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 I very <laughs> much got used his his I've, question altogether. I very much got used to Isaac not sending in questions, but we are glad that he's back. Thank you very much, yeah. Isaac. Um, so he did have a question that says, "Hey guys, with people like Vudix fixing achievements and people finding new ways to get achievements all the time, has there been any unobtainables, or I guess this contains are unobtainables that you'd never thought you'd get, uh, but were finally able to pop? Anything interesting you had to do to get it to pop? Thanks for taking my question, Isaac." Um, mm. this is a tough one. I mean, I guess Charlotte for you probably Hoa is probably the Hoa, and I'm still trying to get it to to pop. Like I have to replay the whole entire game. I still don't know if that's going to work for me, but mm. I guess we'll find out. But I have had to like delete the save file, delete the whole entire save file, and restart it from scratch. I did follow the instructions from what someone had said on TA, but that did not work. So, uh, like, for me, I'm just trying whatever I can to get this achievement to pop. But, like, I'm trying to think of what other ones I've had that I've had trouble with. I think I have had trouble with – oh, I know which one I'm currently – but that's actually gameplay, not actually achievements. Right. Um, uh, what is the game? The one that freezes on the same spot every single time. Oh, and then um, I got you to test it for o- me. And oxen it was, free. Oxen free, yeah, which yeah. Um, mm. we we think – potentially is an issue with series x so i have to test this um to see if it is uh gonna work on you know another Mm. device but it's not gonna work on series x we've made that sure like we've determined that at least yeah no like so far yeah but that's stopping me from getting the achievements because i can't actually play the game yeah so, yeah exactly the extent of that is actually trying it on multiple different devices and getting whoever i have as friends who have like older xboxes which i don't have and don't own to test this for me to try and see if i can get it to work you always keep one <laughs> yeah but i one connects with a series one x. console uh, oh god this does not help if you start on series x mm. if you come into the the game late and you don't have access yeah. to an earlier device yeah Anyway, what about you, Cameron? Uh, unobtainables, no. Buggy achievements, probably. Mm. Like, I, I'll, I'll go on about it later on uh, the show, but Golden Lamb having the mm. tarot card for me. I uh, finally got it done this week with a hot patch. Um, There's nothing that, like, sticks out to me, though. Like, as much as... Like, I'm, I'm torn when it comes to these unobtainables because some of them, like, just naturally in the pipeline already yeah so like they're you know as much as the achievement fixes like recorded and all that they're not contributing with those ones it's more so the older ones which is you know like finding uh a needle in haystack trying to get this stuff through yeah waiting for rng yeah to for something to drop right yeah there's nothing um there's nothing that sticks out for me though in terms of unobtainables yeah. I guess everyone got lucky with Backbone, apart from Firehawk. Yeah, but that I was mean, only... I'm going through it now. 
Mm. Yeah, the only I was I had a couple of moments where the two two of the last couple of achievements had a delayed pop, so I was worried that I wasn't going to get them at all. So I was pretty upset about that, but they managed to be okay. Um, mm. And Welsh's guide on that was was basically perfect. Mm. Um, yeah, there's not really much in the way of like, you know, chances are if something has an unobtainable or discontinued or something, I'm just not going to play it. Um, and the only time I get fucked up with that is when they add things like in. Um, uh indivisible mm-hmm. with that fucking yeah. dlc that can't be completed um see i i like i don't think people like this is especially uh for newer games like i don't like it when people are scared away because there is a broken achievement because if that's the case if you're one of those people that has you know say game a comes out has five unobtainable achievements and you go, all right, I'll just wait, even though I've bought the game. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, you should be playing through it. You should be nagging the hell out of the devs, making sure it's on their roadmap. I mean, yes or no. I mean, that's not that's not the player's responsibility, though. And it's like, not oh. the player's responsibility. But then at the same time, if the community doesn't do anything about it, that's when we have situations where studios go down and yeah. something ends up. Never but the thing good. is that, like, at the end of the day, I think it's a moot point, right? I think that that the developer should have fixed it should have done it correctly in the first place and that it shouldn't be on people to play a game that is com- essentially two two achievement hunters incomplete i look i would i would say yes to a point it would like there was many different factors if it's a solo dev trying to meet a deadline or that i mean look, look i mean like, like the thing is like, i can I, understand I, mistakes happen sure look I, I understand yeah, why but... things happen but the only person that is responsible for that is the person who makes the game at the end. Yeah, of the and day. that's not on the player. Yeah, that, that's and you it, cannot like, and, put that on the player. And it's that's not, not on, and, like, yeah, exactly. And it's not on the consumer from a like yeah. a money point of view. Is yeah, it like, yeah. I'm I, like I'm not going to buy a game that's not that doesn't work the way I need it to. Um, yeah, like that's the thing. It should be it it should be controlled and managed by the developer and the publisher. Like that's that's I... who deals with that. I agree to a point, but I think it's more on the platform that it's on. Okay. I mean, there is yeah, there's an to police that, but that's like working with yeah, yeah with yeah. them, right? Yeah, like, but but I think at the end of the day, it doesn't like the people who play it have no responsibility to the game whatsoever. No, exactly. It's like the the players uh, of the game. Look, yeah. I think I think if you're a part of the achievement hunting community and you realize that something's broken, you oh, should you can be reporting speak it. Speak up and t- say something. Yeah, yeah. but like, it, but. It should be your you... responsibility, though. Yeah, but if I found what out some testers are paid for, if I found out somebody um, encountered a bug in a game and they just mm-hmm. didn't tell anybody about and it, it's like, what do you expect about it? Then yeah, yeah, what do you expect yeah, to okay. be done? Okay, I can see that. That's a few people, like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I guess so. Um, in, in my in my case, yeah, like I don't have anything on my list that I think that has like got fixed that I was like jump back on immediately. Um, you know, there's the odd like unobtainable. The DLCs, all that kind of stuff, that I'm like, oh, cool, I keep an eye out for when it gets fixed. Um, like, I think, was it Forza Horizon had a couple of issues with not this pat, not this update, but the first one that they did. Um, <clears throat> so I just waited for them to fix it because mm. I knew they would. Mm-hmm. Um, the only other sort of example I could think of is not necessarily achievement related as such, but it was uh, Dragon Age 2, the, uh, the Explorer, I think it's the Explorer achievement, which is for getting every single crafting ingredient, um, is okay. notoriously quite glitchy. Uh, and I played through the entirety of that game and didn't get it. And I was very, very upset. And I put that game down for many years until I went back. I think it was last year. Uh, I went back and just was like, fuck it. I'm going to just sit down and do it, play through the whole game again. Had a good time with it. Um, you know, I put it on easy, just kind of smash my way through it. And I, I did manage to get it when I was supposed to. But I did have to play through 80% of that game again. 
So it was quite a bit. Uh, David in chat asks, um, are achievers more buggy nowadays than they ever have been? I don't remember achievers being uh, as broken as they were during the 360 times. Uh, yes and no. I think that as a whole, achievers, like if you think about it, um, and this is something we talked about on RDS way back in the day in terms of like how many achievers are actually like unobtainable or discontinued and have problems is such a small, tiny amount of the total achievements done. Mm. Uh, especially these days where it's like get the game, you know, there are more releases than you can even keep track of. Um, back in the day, there definitely were games that had buggy achievements or that kind of stuff, but there were less games. There was less opportunity for that. And the people who did have those games tend to be from bigger publishers who kind of had the system down pat. And also the 360 was the was the the prominent platform for achievements, right? Um they, they invented the system. So it was like, hey, mm. you're gonna make a game on 360. Here's what the achievement system is. He didn't have that sort of thing with trophies. Trophies came in a bit later in the PlayStation general and PlayStation 3 generation. Um, mm -hmm. but that was very much in a response to how successful achievements were. And now obviously it's changed because PlayStation took off with PlayStation 4 and, and for the most part with 5. Um, but I don't, yeah, we just don't see it as much anymore. But um, there are still issues. I'm glad they're getting fixed. And I'm glad now Now there are also avenues for people, like like you said, Cameron, to people to actually report mm -hmm. this stuff and actually get these fixed with like, you know, the achievement fixes and things like that. Yeah, and well, especially with like the fact that we do have like the assistance of verdicts and Dwayne mm -hmm. and all of that like it's easy to find people who are going to actually be able to help you and like communicate this to the people that need to know mm. and need to fix it yeah i was gonna say just add on to it too i feel like the big dogs have more like i'm talking triple a's and that here it's more prevalent with yeah. discontinued achievements rather than unattainables yeah. whereas in your like id at xbox like first time publishing on xbox uh kind of titles other ones that have unattainables but then it's more so you know they're new to the system they're trying to get around the tools kind of thing yeah, yeah exactly um thank well, you for the question isaac yeah thanks hopefully, hopefully uh, that, that gives you some insight um let's get straight into news uh this first one at the top was one that i was like i, I is an interesting one um so there's a story on on ta that's been going around it was on i read it as well um Xbox Series S is a quote-unquote albatross as studios want it dropped, de a developer says. Um, so there's been a little bit of conversation going on. Um, this kind of relates back to the announcement, The other, um, which again, I think was in our Discord. I don't think we talked about it on the show, was mm. that Gotham, Gotham Knights is coming out at 30 FPS without any kind of performance mode or anything like that, which is quite frankly kind of unacceptable in these in it's also these... not the only game yes there are yeah. there are other games but this was a big this one this is specific of, yeah did Which... spark, spark a discussion about it um at, at the same time ign giving a, a game like this a five mediocre mm. i mean like, i mean obviously i can't yeah pepper Pe has performance mode exactly david um you saw Mac's tweet. Don't don't <laughs> claim his cloud. No, I, I I to be fair to be fair, I did actually notice that when I played through it for my one point or so my two point one or whatever. I was like, I went to options because I was like, what options does the fucking Peppa Pig game have? And I was like, oh, what is a performance mode? What? Yeah. That is pretty funny. I mean, sixty FPS, you know. Um, I wonder what um, sacrifices they had to make to <laughs> yeah Peppa Pig. <laughs> All right, 60 FPS. 60 FPS, yeah. let, let, let's go around the horn. We'll talk to you guys. Charlotte, do you have any initial thoughts? Um, my only initial thoughts was to do with um, Plague Tale because, like, I, we've been looking forward to that for a long time. And the fact that that is 30 FPS, like, that 
irks me a lot because it's one of my like mm. it was one of my favorite games when I played it after you'd suggested it. It's Plague Tale. Um Gotham Knight I was reasonably interested in. It has put me off a little bit. Um but I have seen someone playing a little bit of it and it wasn't actually that bad. Not as bad looking at as I thought it would be. But I feel like it would still be really noticeable, especially mm. with gameplay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'll I'll talk a bit about um Plague Tale when we get to mm-hmm. what I've been playing this week. Um Cameron, you have any sort of initial thoughts? I'll go through the article a little bit after. I am just very conflicted at the moment. And I don't know if you want to go for the article first and then I'll say my reasoning why. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so the conversation sort of kicked off with with, uh, with uh, Gotham Knights, as we said, um, where they're, they're Rocksteady's uh, senior character technical artist, uh, uh, Lee Donovold, Dev- uh took a few shots of the console, even referred to it as a potato, basically. Mm. Uh, so his quote was, I wish that gamers understood what 60 FPS means in terms of all the things they lose to make the game run that fast, especially taking into account that we have to have a current gen console that's not much better than the last gen one. Uh, and now these yeah. tweets have been deleted. The Series S GPU mostly, multi-platform games always have to optimize towards the lowest platform. Series S exists, um, though, and Microsoft wanted that you launch one without the other. The entire generation of games hamstrung by that potato. Mm. Uh, which is, to be fair, is a conversation that we've had before, right? When the consoles got announced and we learned that they were going to do a year of having all the stuff on the old Xboxes still, which again turned into multiple years because of COVID. And then we also talked about how it's like, well, they you have to they haven't they've got a rule where you have to bring the game out on the Series S and the Series X, which means you have to develop it for the Series S and then upscale it basically. Yeah. But then add a performance mode into it. Like Right. It's um Jeff Gersman. It doesn't seem like it's that hard. Yeah, right. That's uh, well, again. I mean, it would be, but you know what I mean. Like it, like mm. it should be standard. It really feels like it should be a priority, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Jeff Gersman, former of Giant Bomb, um, uh, basically weighed in, basically saying that um, the whole Series S is holding back next-gen games. Argument seems really broken to me. Uh, most of these games come on PC, which already have to co- cover a wide range of configurations, which is a good point. Mm. Um, you know, like. W- there was there's been a lot of talk about how like this this like choosing between like a like a fidelity and performance mode thing is kind of like not great on consoles. Consoles should just kind of have like a mm. set thing where they just run at sixty, um, and kind of fuck this four K stuff. Or or the game should be optimized enough, or the console's powerful enough to run both. Um, I understand why that's not always the case, right? Like there's you know every game is different. It's not just like you 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 type in four K sixty into the machine and that fucking does it for you, right? Um. But there's been a lot of conversation about it, um, especially from different developers. Um, but then also there was some stuff around um, that came out today around uh, God of War. And now it has like a million different options for the game. Where it's like you can run it at 30, mm-hmm. you can run it at 60, you can run it at 120. Like, you mm-hmm. know, and, and then that game's still coming out on PS4, right? That's the thing is that like, it's mm. nuts that it is. But there is a precedent there for being able to select what what sliders you want to move up and down. I mean, for me, it's fidelity all the way down, frame rate all the way up. But that, I know that's not the same for everyone. I don't know what do you guys kind of think about that. I mean, do you, I mean just, yeah, I just go what's on the box most of the yeah, time. Yeah, that wouldn't concern me. I wouldn't even touch it, to yeah. be honest. I don't change anything like that. 
I yeah. only change the way that I can like use the controller. That's the only time I would actually change any settings. Yep. I mean, I'm not really fussed about my game looking the prettiest and all that, just as long as like the gameplay is solid. Mm. That's the main thing for me. I imagine with you though, Matt, would be a different story with colorblind modes and stuff like that. A little bit, but like most of those colorblind modes are fucking useless anyway. Um, mm. So I just kind of deal with it. For me, it's like I always like if it has like a performance mode or fidelity mode, I always put it on performance. I'm always interested in getting mm. the the smoothest experience. Even I mean, like my eyes are shit anyway, right? So um, I have trouble with like color and focus in mm. general. So it's like you know, people know, people will notice that when I take photos, they tend to be a little blurry because I can't tell the difference. Um, David, yeah. turn off head bob, turn on subtitles, done. Yeah, yeah, that's that's not yeah. a bad. Yeah, not that's a bad probably call. that's probably a fair assessment. Yeah, so what I was going to say with the Series S is I'm I'm conflicted because I think the Series S as a console itself is amazing, gives people a cheaper price uh, price point to jump in on. Yeah, mm -hmm. like uh, being able to get into well, current gen now for five hundred dollars at launch, get your um, Game Pass subscription and that you know, and be takes... able to play it straight away yeah. and like go with like cloud gaming and mm. stuff. My second question is if, uh, you know, when we talk about stuff like Forza Horizon 5, the only things that I can think of that are affected are draw distance, mm -hmm. which Series S is like much more noticeable than Series X. But how is it that, you know, AAA studios can build for the Series, uh, Series S and X and the Xbox One, whereas in these indie devs are struggling to get these games running? yeah that's it's kind of an interesting point right where it's like mm. you'd think that an independent developer would would be happy mm. developing for lower spec machines I, to be honest i mean well like, okay, like yeah like i don't want to assume that they're just immediately just going like it's too hard mm. or, or having to redo it yep yeah um i mean like some yeah. of these comments come across as like if we put in the too hard camp we're not going to do it like yeah, we yeah. want an easier option. So, like, so the mm -hmm. I am Fish and Surgeon Simulator Two developer claims that many studios are attempting to get Microsoft to drop the mandatory requirement. Uh, studios have been through one development cycle where the Series S turned out to be an albatross around the next production, which is where the quote comes from. Um, and now games are firmly being developed with new consoles in mind. Teams don't want to have to repeat the process, which I get, right? Um, yeah. You know, you you don't want to have to develop a game three different times. Um, but, but like I think, like you said, Cameron, I think the Series S fills a niche for Microsoft, mm. right? It's like it's cheaper than the PlayStation. It gives you access to all the same games as such. Um, people in on the ground floor. Yeah. The and other the the other thing too is I don't think they necessarily should have to be locked. <sighs> See, oh, mm. I want to say that they shouldn't have to be locked into it, but mm -hmm. I'm just thinking of the problems that would arise from that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then, say, like saying that at the exact same time, it's shooting yourself in the foot if you're a developer. Like, if you're just going to do the uh, Series X, for example, you're still going to cut off like a like some of your profit. Yeah, I don't know, Charlotte. What do you think? Because like you've only ever owned a Series X, right? Mm. Hmm. I mean, I never, I, I for a brief second considered the Series S, and that was only in terms of affordability that was it that was the only thing i considered yes. and then when we were comparing them it was like it was a no-brainer to get the series x because of the performance uh like 
I, I don't think I was ever actually going to get the Series S. So for me, everything should be Series X in terms of like what yeah. I play and what I wanted it for. But I can get why people would want it for Series S. That makes sense. I just don't. I would never have bought it. Yeah. It would not have been my choice to to buy it. So it's such. It's honestly like such a good console. Mm. I don't doubt that. I just if I was gonna like, I don't travel and play games. If I travel or go anywhere, I don't play games. Or I take my Series X with me. Like Mm. when I go to Auckland, I take Mm. my Series X with me. It's not cumbersome. Like it's actually reasonably easy to put it in a backpack and take it away. It's it's one of those things though. Like if you can if you can afford the Series X, it is obviously the better of the two options. You go the Series X. But if you like, I'm I'm just trying to think of those. You know, little Timmy's asked to play Fortnite on a thing, and Xbox has just come out and said, you know, we can do free to play without having to charge for gold and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And you get little Timmy a three month Game Pass subscription for his birthday, and he's set for a few months, and you're all golden kind of scenario, you know? Yeah. Do you think? But is it is that versus like as an adult? It, it look it depends on what kind of adult you are if you're somebody who's yeah. regularly traveling for work i would say like this is the best console you could get oh yeah yeah yes i think it, that yeah but yeah i don't think they're lagging something around <laughs> yeah right I, I don't think microsoft can afford to split the difference right because they're all mm. the thing is microsoft is already on the back foot in terms of their console sales we we literally know this from mm. the filings right um, it's it's like a what three to one, basically mm. in terms of what, how many PlayStations are sold to an Xbox. Um, Essentially, they can't afford to say, "Oh, you can only do, like you have to you, you don't have to develop for the Series S." And it's like, well, then who's who's going to? Um, I mean, indie developers are still developing for the last gen consoles because mm-hmm. um, because there's still a huge user base there, and the the current the the current gen consoles just don't exist or they don't have enough of them out in the market for us to justify them putting a cutoff. I mean, even Sony hasn't been like you have you like, you know, obviously there's been this transition phase and it was supposed to only be a year or two, but it's extended out quite a bit. Um, mm. Like we're only just now seeing games that aren't coming out on the previous consoles. I mean, like what Playtale is one of the few. Yeah. Um, and that's insane to me. We'll start seeing them next like year. Like the fact that it's taken that long for them to now suddenly. Yeah, it's 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 kind of nuts. Um, because I feel like it should have gone next gen only way sooner. Yeah, for sure. But, I mean, I, but I know, again, I know... what games would have done it? Like, yeah, Plague Tale is is a good one to start it with. But like, what other games would have done it? Like, and, and with Microsoft saying that they they were committed to keeping their old consoles around for a bit longer, like, mm. why would a third party not follow that lead you know in terms of making mm. more money having the larger install base um mm-hmm. yeah i'd be really curious to see with all, again we've talked a lot about how microsoft has a lot of games in development at the moment that are kind of sitting there waiting i'd be so curious to see how many of those actually come up to last gen consoles as well um and I, when, when i say last year i don't mean like streaming i mean like yeah. actually running on the hardware um yeah. the other thing i just want to quickly talk about before we move on is the uh the talk we did last week i think it was about the stream they're sort of rumored stream box um mm. 
Yes. And obviously that'll come in at a much lower price point, I imagine. I wonder if this is that's kind of going to fill the Series S niche instead, where it's going to be like, that hey, would make the most sense. This is because... really this is really cheap, and the streaming technology's gotten good enough that actually you might as well get one of these stream things on and the then low just end. Stop doing the Series S eventually. and phase the Series S out basically as a console. Um, I mean, because Series S doesn't have discs on it, right? It's no. No, no, no. Um, Series no, S is entirely a digital, digital console. Right. So, um, yeah. Which is great, but again... But it wasn't Say, really- Saying that, though, if developers stopped developing for the Series S so soon after buying, like, you know, it'd be yeah. two years, it would be a shitty situation. Oh, for sure. Microsoft yeah. Look bad. yeah, although I think the thing is, is that I think streaming is supposed to take up that a little bit, right? Yes. You, you, even even on the, the old Xbox One, you can still stream current gen games basically well, from, the, from the inf- console the infrastructure is all um series x blades so exactly that's fine but yeah so it doesn't at really... the same time it's not <laughs> well yeah like it, it's great until it isn't right and i think that, that that's there's still stuff that needs yeah. to be worked out there and it's also not accessible to a, to you know a large part of the world which I'm... is very very important to microsoft all i'm saying is if i bought a series s this year and then uh got told like all right by the way all these developers aren't doing it anymore because it's the two yard, two hard yard. Too hard. Yeah. Um, the only way you're going to be able to use that Series S as a streaming console, mm. I'd be pissed. Yeah, I think that, like, I think it's weird to me that indies are weighing in, being like, "This is too difficult," because like that doesn't yeah. make any. Fucking that, that's what I said. It. Like, if AAA can do it, yeah, th- then, then realistically, should. look, if you're having difficulties, ask Xbox. Yeah. Like there needs to be, you know, like provide that feedback. Um, they said at the bottom of that article that um with the new uh game development kits, certainly a topic that's beginning to green traction as studios begin to drop last gen compatibility for the games. Microsoft has attempted to increase the performance of the series S by releasing a new game development kit that gave developers additional memory to play with. Yeah. Like so. stuff like that, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, I think we'll move on, but I'm curious just to see, you know, if anything else comes out about it, because it is it is a discussion, um, and we do definitely have thoughts around, like, you know, 60 FPS, 30 FPS, and kind of what games should be on what consoles. Yeah. Um, Cameron, you had a story here about um, Design Lab controllers. Just a quick update. The Design Lab controllers include the Elite Series 2 now. Yes. Fantastic. So, so you, can be, uh, you can be extremely annoyed in a year when you're Elite Series Two custom controller breaks down this time, and said, "Yeah, so at least it'll uh, look pretty. It will look very pretty on the shelf." Um, I sent my controller into Xbox to get replaced uh, five weeks ago, and I called them yesterday, and they said they still haven't got an update. Um, so I'm just gonna, I'm just called, gonna call them out here. It's been one of the worst customer experiences I've ever had in my entire fucking life. I bought, I bought the controllers in June. I got them in July. Sent, sent it, sent it back in July because it was broken. Well, sorry. Asked mm. them to send me a slip to July. It took three. It took two, two, almost two months to get the packing slip because their service center was down, um, and they didn't tell me. They changed their system. They changed their system and didn't didn't tell anybody about it, and they didn't tell me about it. So I just kept, kept calling in like a fucking idiot. Once they finally got through to someone who could actually do something about it, they got it for me within the week, and I was like, "Great, got it, shipped it." And that was in September. Shipped it off um, September, like I think it was fifteenth. Shipped mm-hmm. it off. Mm. Supposed to be getting a refund. Supposed to be getting some extra free stuff for all the fucking bullshit I've had to put up with. Absolutely nothing. They, I've still, I've had to call them with them multiple times. None of them has been able to help me. 
it is a black hole for which no money will ever escape. So I'm 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 at the point of nearly writing that money off, and it's unbelievably bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, so Xbox on the off chance you fucking hear something about it, it would be really nice if you actually did something. Um, because I've already gone ahead and bought another controller because you weren't going to replace the one that was broken. Um, but you were supposed to give me a refund so I could afford to do so. Yeah, Pika Trek well. said my return went to junk and looked like a virus. Yeah, yeah. Have you checked your junk folder? I have, yes. I have extensively <laughs> checked my junk folder. Um, I, 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 ch- I check my junk on a daily basis. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> Just for the reason. Look, look, I'm not talking about in the shower. No, I'm yeah. talking about opening your email. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. No, yeah, I'm, I'm, I've got to make We're sure. We're all about hygiene. I, there, look, I have, no vi- hygiene. I, have, I have no viruses on my junk, okay? Um, all right, next story we've got is, this is a big one. I'm really interested in, in your guys' opinion on this. Uh, we talked, we've been talking for several weeks about a, um, the ongoing uh. fight between Microsoft and Sony um, about yep. this, the Activision acquisition uh, and how Sony has basically said, oh, this is going to ruin us if they make this game exclusive. So it's just come out that apparently uh, Call of Duty has been, was blocked from being on Game Pass due to some sort of deal they had with Sony, according to Xbox. Oh, basically. All right, really? All right. Now, Funny now. that. Can can I just say? Yes. Who the fuck did not see this coming? Of course. I mean, yeah, this was this was obvious, right? It was, yeah. was really obvious. Like, how how were they not going to see this coming? Like, yeah. yeah, and like and like we've we've kind of we we kind of put this together a while back, right? We were like, it mm. is weird that like there haven't been really like any like there's very few Activision games on Game Pass, let alone Call of Duty. Um. But yeah, Microsoft revealed that there are certain restrictions in place that would stop Microsoft from putting Call of Duty on Game Pass thanks to an existing deal between Sony and Activision. <sighs> like, I know why Sony were like, <laughs> I know Sony were fighting and being like, absolutely, no, this is going to ruin our business. You know, if you put this on Game Pass, it'll ruin everything, blah, blah, blah. You know, if they make it exclusive. They knew mm-hmm. this was going to come out, right? That, that was all just to get ahead of, of Microsoft being like, yeah, you guys have an exclusivity deal. Like you have you you have you have a non compete yeah. deal to try and cut out uh, to to try and remove the competition from the business. The very of thing course. you're saying that Microsoft is trying to do to you. It just it just gets funnier every single time I hear. It's, it's every single time the CMA gets quoted in something, it just gets funnier and funnier. Like even the other day about Facebook acquiring Giphy. Yeah. Right. It's like right. wow. Such like they won't go the uh they won't let the sale go through because what it's such a uh what was the what was the wording that they used? But have you looked into it at all? Or? I know I I heard that I saw the headline. I know they're, they're being they're being forced to sell it basically. All right, you keep going. I'm gonna find the fucking thing. It was I I laughed so hard. Yeah, I mean like Microsoft accused Sony of of paying for blocking rights to prevent developers from adding content to Game Pass and competing subscription service. Like they claimed that in the Brazil um in the Brazil defense that they were talking about when that got brought up there. Um and this is just another one of those being like, yeah, here's a great fucking example. Call of Duty, one of the games that we're buying is not going to is is basically has a non-compete not to be allowed to play on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, if Microsoft if the deal does go through, that's what Microsoft's going to do, right? They'll they'll chuck it onto Game Pass and go, yeah, actually, you could definitely Sony can definitely you can buy definitely buy it on a PlayStation, but you've got to buy it for full price, or you can come over to Game Pass and get it for quote unquote free. All right, the regulator said Meta would in, uh, would be able to increase its already significant market power by cutting off the supply of gifts to rivals 
or demand more user data from them in order to keep using Giphy. <laughs> it's wow. just... No, no, my gift pipeline. <laughs> my gift pipeline. Don't take my gifts away. All right. As a social media marketer, I can understand to a point that. But still. There are many Reading places. Reading it as a yeah. sentence is so fucking... Oh, anyway. Yeah, the, the, uh, the CMA the, giffeth and the CM, CMA taketh away. Well, the US, uh, reg, uh, what was the US regulatory body called? They called him out the other day about the whole Facebook deal, mm. saying, like, well, you just haven't done your due diligence. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, depending on which way the Sony Xbox stuff goes, it's going to be the exact same story. Yeah, well, there was some talk about how some of the claims made towards Sony felt very strange compared to like, yeah, like you said, other, other businesses who've gone through similar things. And it feels like there was some sort of relationship there. Uh, it was an implied relationship there. Again, they didn't and actually make any real accusations, but even, even switch too has that, uh, what is that? A family friendly perceived uh, image. So they don't include them in the race, even though like they've got double the amount of, co- like they're sitting mm. pretty yeah. much squarely in between both um, Xbox and PlayStation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, as always, we will keep you guys up to date with the other mud slugging that happens. Um, it's some very interesting stuff that comes out of this. This is, as as we always say, that the most interesting things that come out of the games industry is when you get into legal battles. Yeah. Um, this is one I chucked in here because I'm super excited about it, but um, it also sort of ties in. Um, Silent Hill has uh, they announced uh, Konami, uh, the Silent Hill uh, publisher and developer. I have announced that there's going to be four new Silent Hill games. They're going to be rebooting the series. Wait, four Polinko machines? Well, okay. There are four properties. And no, they're not necessarily Pachinko (laughs) machines. Um, But they're remaking Silent Hill 2, which is the fan favorite and the best one of the series by far. Um, To be a PS5 times exclusive. Right. Exactly. Yes. Very interesting. (laughs) Funny that. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, they, they said, yeah, it's coming out for PC and PS5, and that was it. That's all they said. Obviously, it came out later that it's a timed exclusive coming out to other consoles in 12 months, which I'm excited about because I love that game. Um, but no release date yet. Um, I know people are kind of losing their mind about it or whatever because um, they, they slightly changed some of the dialogue or some of the faces. Um, because mm-hmm. Silent, Silent Hill yeah. fans are neurotic, um, mm-hmm. but I'm excited. I'm definitely going to play it. Um, you know, in in a couple of years, whenever the hell it shows yeah, up. Yeah, I was going to say when it hits Xbox. When it comes when to the it game, eventually gets there. Like when it comes to Game Pass or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys have you guys played Silent Hill too? Or, I've never played you? Silent Hill. No. I know that there's a lot of love. I mean, I watched for the it. movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Does it count? Sure. Yeah, well, you fact, know what? It's going to be a new movie as well. So. You know what yeah. I'm actually really excited for? The fact that 2023 mm-hmm. is going to be a horror year. It's going to be Halloween games all year long. Cameron, I, I hate mean... to break it. I hate to break it to you, but the last three years have been a horror year. It's been. It's been. You know at, what I mean. You know what I mean. How it is. This is just how it is. Like we yeah. used to. No, horror. but like Dead Space and Jan, Callisto Protocol, wait, wait, December uh, or February, depends space. if it gets delayed. What was that? We're, we're definitely getting Dead Space. Yes. Are we? Yes. I hope so. <laughs> Anyway, um, I'm I'm really glad that there's two horror games to look forward to at the beginning of the year, Cameron. Yeah, um, that is pretty cool. Resident Evil like 4 that. remake. That's March. That's true. I'm excited for that. Um, um, what else is there? There's there's plenty. Um, 
yeah, so there's also going to be Silent Hill Townfall, which again, is apparently like early in development. Not really much said about, but apparently uh, Annapurna are going to be publishing it. So it looks like it might be. Oh, that's the yes. only reason We're I'm excited. We love Annapurna. Yeah. So I'm like, Annapurna's oh. our go-to. And I think that like that, that Annapurna's sort of publishing kind of pedigree for in terms of like that more narrative-based experience, I think fits really well with the Silent Hill mythos. Because at the end mm-hmm. of the day, playing those games is a fucking chore. Um as much as I, I like, but because no one talks about how much they enjoy playing those games. They enjoy how much the, the atmosphere and the story and like everything about it and the symbolism. Mm-hmm. Um, Pico Trick, Star Wars Survivor and Starfield. Yeah, neither of those are horror games. Um, well, well, depending. Uh, dep- depends on how buggy they are at launch, I guess. Uh, Silent Hill Ascension uh, dubbed as an interactive streaming movie series with, a, with a, the entirety community shapes the canon of Silent Hill. So everything's going to be named Bodie McBoatface. Um, of course, and yeah. There's going to be a there's going to be a lot of really really terrible things um, said. Um, but like it looks like it's going to be like the, I guess kind of like a Bandersnatch kind of like interactive streaming thing. So I don't. I'm curious to see what it is, but I don't know if it counts as a game, quote unquote. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting right. to see. Like I'm and I'm keen either way. Mm. I've I've got a list of games coming out next year now, and here's some more horror games. Alan uh, Wake Two. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Ill. I don't know what okay. that is. Uh, Adam Infinitum. Uh, Sons of the Forest. Slitherhead. Silent Hill Two Remake. Dead Space. Resident Evil Four Remake. Yep, already said those. Uh, Does say Alone in the Dark? No, but that mm-hmm. is a good one. Yep. Uh, Stalker Two. Not really a horror game, but yeah. I, I mean, yeah, they're saying like State of the Key, uh, State of the Key Free, and Star just because it has mean, zombies in it doesn't mean it's a horror game. Texas I'll Chainsaw Massacre. See if I actually do get on any of these games, because like I'm don't I like, I have been playing horror games at the moment because like, well, not really. It's I mean, gone. I, it's gone. Um, I I've been playing scarier games because it's October, and I'm like, I, yeah. I may as well, you know, actually try. But they're not my type of games. I don't tend mm-hmm. to go for that style of game. So I'll be interested to see if I actually do like any of them enough to play them. Mm. I tend to just go for the puzzles. So Yeah, right. You That's guys aren't style. you guys aren't excited for Killer Clowns from Outer Space, the game? Mm. Not particularly, although it did okay. look very funny. Um and then the last game before we move on is Silent Hill F, which uh I think got like leaked a little while ago. Um there's Ascension as well, yeah, but that was the interactive streaming one. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, that's the. Oh, sorry, we're, we're not sure. Yeah, um, and then yeah, so Silent Hill F, uh, completely new story set in 1960s Japan, featuring a beautiful and horrifying world. Um, apparently, uh, it's being written by someone who's famed for doing Japanese visual novels dealing with like murder mysteries and psychological and supernatural horror. So like a sort of Junji Ito mm-hmm. kind of. Okay. Um, like I'm interested in that. That sounds really cool. Um, again, no no release date or anything like that, but. I'm like, I'm super down for that. That's, I mean, like, it doesn't, from a Silent Hill perspective, yeah. it makes no fucking sense. Uh, Cause the whole point is that Silent Hill is a town in the US, but I'm mm. curious to see kind of what this means. It does feel a little bit like they were just like, oh, hey, we've got this property and we've got a horror thing that we want to make. Let's just kind of slap Silent Hill on it. Ooh. But again, mm. we don't know much about it. It's, I, I'll, I'll reserve judgment. But well, that's the thing. A lot of these things feels like they put out a call to development teams and being like, Here's the trademark. What's the best thing you can pitch to us for it? Yeah, and actually, they I know that um, 
Konami did do that. So they're like, hey, pitch to us some of our property stuff and we'll, we'll outsource it to you guys because they obviously don't know how to make mm. fucking video games anymore. <laughs> um, I mean, shit. What? Like, look at, yeah, like, look at the fucking Pachinko <laughs> machines and fucking um, oh, uh, Metal Gear Survive. I think it was the last thing they really did. It's all been pretty bad. But I'm again, I love Silent Hill. I'm very, very excited. Um, curious to see where it mm-hmm. comes from. It is. It. I mean, like, I understand why they're remaking two because two is the fan favorite, but. The fact they started with two is fucking annoying. Um, yep. All right. Um, what else do we have? Um, I'm going to skip that one. I'll just say, yeah, uh, the um, the regulator in the UK for the Xbox Activision deal is asking for public opinion to weigh in on it. Um, so, you know, if you want to go... Dear CMA, I am deeply... <laughs> um, stressed out over the fact that xbox may get my beloved call of duty games as exclusives yada 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 yeah. i am upset as <laughs> how at, dare you let this go through me as a consumer <laughs> i will never shop with your brand ever again um, <laughs> oh no i mean i mean who wants to shop with the uk at the moment who, who's their current who? prime minister ahead of lettuce yeah, yeah, yeah well yeah. Yeah. boris johnson again apparently um <laughs> Dear oh, Lord. Dear. All right. And then the, the next story is uh, Xbox apparently is looking to build some sort of mobile store to compete with Google and Apple, which kind of makes mm-hmm. sense. They're kind of already halfway there in terms of like, your Xbox store stuff. It makes sense with them trying to purchase King. Yeah, it's true. Like actually. They, they want, yeah. like, the, the reason I chuck this in is purely for the fact of the whole CMA discussion and all that. I, like, as much as a big get cod is, like, King is a fucking massive get as well that and... that is the big reason for the deal at the end of the day yeah yeah and like microsoft's actively talked about like you know google and apple being their biggest competitors not just sony um and mm-hmm. sony's only xbox's competitor true and and like it's how it's like one player in like the big game yeah and how i think what phil spencer said in that in that interview uh, I think it was with Bloomberg, right? They were like, mm-hmm. he said, he's like, yeah, mobile is the main reason for the acquisition. That's the, that's like on paper, that's the one that makes yep. the most money. Yeah. Um, and having it's a true, having the a, company is motivated by a desire to grow its creative compa- uh, capability on non console platforms, particularly mobile. Yeah. And if you don't, if they don't have to give a 30% cut to, to uh, Apple or Google, is a win for them and their books, right? So they, they want to, they want to market to your, uh, Kenny, yeah, your Kenny Crush mums. Yeah, exactly. That's all it um, is. And then um, this last one I just chucked in here is uh, uh, the Plague Rep Graham Dev basically says that it doesn't look like they've got a third game currently planned. Yeah. Not, again, this isn't really news as such, um, but it is interesting mm-hmm. for them to come out and say, yeah, this this current game that we came out with, yeah, we don't know what the sales numbers are because it literally <laughs> just came out, so we haven't decided if we're making another one yet. Um, Correct which... me if I'm wrong, but didn't they say the exact same thing about two? Yeah, basically. Yeah, well, about one. Yeah, basically. Sense, yeah. Though. Why would you I mean, like one for it until you knew more? Like, right. I, I, to be fair, this is this is a bit of a clickbaity headline because they it were is like, very, but... um, they said, I think for now it's the end, but the doors never closed. We'll see the player reception. Um, so want to see the reaction before deciding anything. They'll they are driving our production, and, and if they don't like what we've done, we need to do something else. Yeah, no shit. Again, like this is like water is wet, of course. Um, but I just wanted to. It's interesting that they just kind of got called out. People were like, "Hey, Plague Tale Two is great." Where's the next one? And like, motherfucker, we literally just put this out. Like, Can how you about just you just chill? okay? Like, yeah. back let in August, play it first. Like, back in August, PC Games SN, a Plague Tale Requiem was not a given after the Innocence. 
Plague Tale Requiem was not planned during the development of Innocence, says the Sobo Studios Kevin Pinson in a Gamescom interview about the upcoming Rack game. Yeah, and exactly right. So I think this is this is just a case of them going in being like, if we've got a story to tell and people want to buy it, we'll make another one. Um, but mm. uh, like like David points out in the chat, yeah, the first game didn't really end on a cliffhanger. It, it left relatively open, right? And mm. um, I will say that the second game, I've finished it. Um, there's there's directions they could take it if they wanted to, you know, like like it's 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 a, it's a nice end to the story, but they you know there's, one there's... million rats. They were there, yeah, well, you know, they, they had the classic post-credit scene where they were like, okay, yeah, you could turn this into a, a more of a series if you want, if you want to do another one or do do yeah. you know different characters in the same universe, whatever they want to end up doing. But it's I think this is just a situation of a double A dev being like, yeah, we can't afford to go and being like, this is gonna we need to sell ten million copies of this and we're because it needs to be a trilogy. It's like, hey, if it sells well, we'll do another one, which is fucking how it should be. You shouldn't go and being like, yeah, we're absolutely going to make enough money to turn this into a trilogy. Because then you end up with Anthem or something like that, right? Where you, you shit the bed on the first game and then the, the, the series is done. Because you, you were like, oh, well, we saved half of ideas for the sequel. And it's like, well, fucking there isn't going to be one. So, um, yeah. But yeah, I don't think there's much to say there. I just wanted to point out the fact that this is a story going around, which is, yeah, exactly. I had the same, exactly the same thought. I was like, I'm pretty sure this happened last time too. Because people were like, oh, wow, this game's actually good. That clickbait article for the sake of article to get views. Yeah. Because it's getting traction. All right. Um, yeah. Game Pass stuff. Cameron, what do we got? All right. We have a Plague Tale Requiem, uh, mm-hmm. Amnesia Collection, Amnesia Rebirth, Phantom Abyss, Som- uh, Soma, Persona 5 Royal, uh, Signaris, Gunfire Reborn, and Frog Detective all coming out. Uh, Gunfire Reborn, Frog Detective uh, 27th. Uh, other than that. Oh, yeah. and Signaris, sorry. And then everything else is already out. Uh, in terms okay. of leaving, we have Alan Wake, American Nightmare, Backbone, which you can do in f- roughly five hours with the Welsh Hunters Guide. Um, and also try to do it without stopping. Like, don't take any um pauses. Just try not to. I try hope. not to. Yeah. Like, if you can avoid it, if you can do it in one sitting, do it in one sitting. Just in okay. Case. Yeah. Uh, base. Uh, Bassmaster Fishing 2022, Non Guns Doppelganger Edition, Project Windman, uh, Second Extension, Sniper Elite Four, and The Forgotten City. If you're short on time, I highly recommend the Forgotten City out of any of those games. 100%. Uh, it's like, what, six to eight hours? I mean, shit, if you use a guide, you can fly through it much faster yeah. than that. And you skip all the dialogue if you're really booking it. But I highly recommend you actually take some time if Do you have top. it. Yeah. Because it's a, it's a great game. Um, and the only other one on that is like... Uh, I really like Project Wingman. I want to go back to it before it leaves. I wish I had time because I do like the flight stuff. Um, but it's, just... it's like very polished for a flight thing. The only problem like at launch, it had broken achievements, but they're all been fixed. That's right. Yeah. I know that I think Aftos did it um, and he had a really good time with it as well. Mm. Yeah. Um, which I think is what part of the reason he's playing Chorus at the moment. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it is too. Um, all right. Um, you have It's Scorn written here. Yeah, Cameron. it's Scorn time. I it's thought... Scorn! because all three of us have played it we just jump into yeah. our like i haven't finished it so please okay. don't do major spoilers but we can definitely go uh, for it okay i'm just i'm just like can you spoil scorn is the probably question. not or, or, because don't tell or, me about the puzzles is okay. no no I won't, I won't tell you about the puzzles it's just um also also before we go ahead i just want to point out david uh david in chat says is project wingman the game where you help your friend pick up chicks at the bar 
I wish no, it was. No, that I is Super that. Seducer. I wish it yeah. was coming down. Yeah, yeah, that's not. I wish that would come to Xbox. Yeah, no, but this this is this is a different kind of horror game. Um, Very different. All right. Ground rules. Are we allowed to talk about what we interpreted things as? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's fine. Cool. Just I'm just saying don't the puzzles. I because I want to still do the puzzles on my own because I am yeah. still working through it. To be fair, we yeah. like we would probably spend way too much time trying to describe the puzzles to even ruin them anyway because they're all yeah, levels. Probably. And shit, so but yeah, probably... like going on about what we think, what like interpretation. Yeah, absolutely. I'm up to the boss in the penis temple. Yes, he is up <laughs> to the boss in the penis temple. All right, where do we begin with Scorn? One, the art style, um, because that is why yeah. I'm playing it. Uh, um, I, I really do that style. Geiger yep. style. Yep. It's not it's not his work, but it is his style. Heavily inspired. It's yeah. heavily. It's, it's that and who's the other one? There's two different people. One's like did drawings around. Uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. But yes, like mechanical but, and that kind of stuff, yeah. Yeah, but it all comes from H.R. Geiger. So he was yeah. the first to do this style of biomechanical, and he designed what we know as Alien. Yeah, the, With the long alien. head. He designed that. He um, died in 20, 2014, but uh, he's Czech. Yeah, and amazing. And all of his artwork is science fiction, fantasy, occult, and macabre. And he did like he's done like zodiacs in the same kind of style that biomechanical stuff. And I even have like a tattoo that is like part. It's one of his pieces of artwork. So mm. like for me, that's like why I'm I'm playing this game. Yeah. He even did the Necronomicon as a book. So he's actually done yeah. the ne- Necronomicon, and he's like it's his artwork and things like that. So he's very heavily in that macabre devils um guts and gore and everything always has a penis or a vagina always it's there's a lot Every of it's like very sexualized yeah yeah very yeah. i mean very like, yeah like like alien but this is art style yeah the other one i just looked it up it was uh, uh I'm, I'm probably butchering this name zizlo but uh Biskinski? Mm. polish painter photographer and sculptor specializing in the field of dystopian realism Ah, surrealism, sorry. Can you um, send it to me in the chat? I just want to have a look. Uh, yep. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed my time with Scorn for the most part. Yep. It is a short game that does not overstay its welcome, which is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I felt yep. like if it was any longer than it was, I would have docked points off it. I would not have been happy with it. I think it's mm-hmm. I think it's the perfect length. Um, and they like again depending on how quickly like if you speed run it you know the all solutions you can do it in like yeah. two hours um but two, probably... two hours is like the quickest and then five to six is the average yeah five to six mm-hmm. is probably about right um yeah so I, I think i did it in like a couple settings um atmosphere wise um and like music and yeah. like the 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 design is in fucking credible just um, a creepy feeling of it all too it's yeah it's it's it, it captures that feeling perfectly uh it's um it's oppressive and claustrophobic and confusing and just kind mm-hmm. of horrifying on a, mm. like a real visceral kind of level without being like overly gratuitous mm. i mean like it like there are there's definitely some like squick stuff in there but like it's like it's not quite like yeah 
it's it's not it's not as like um yeah not as gratuitous as i was expecting it to be it's not as yeah so it's not as much there's not as much gore as i thought there was going to be there is but it's like it's actually minimal to be honest like like i was going on about the flesh tunnels and things like that when i was streaming it and going (laughs) i have to run through all these flesh tunnels which i find hilarious but they weren't like it wasn't like they were like oozing or anything like that like when you think about it being like grotesque you think of things being moist and damp and like blood oozing everywhere right and it's not like that it It doesn't like everything's reasonably dry which is a weird thing concept especially when it's bio like yeah it's it's not just like you know you're inside the grave mines fucking opening anuses from halo 3 it's like (laughs) it it it, it has like a real mix between like that biomechanical way yeah like alien like i mean it is very much like like metal they're using bone yeah and like Mm. and like flesh and yeah and it's very like yeah i really love like looking at it and talking about it and stuff the game controls like absolute fucking shit the the combat is (laughs) so terrible i hate the pistol i hate it i hate it fucking hate it the game to me was trying to be two different things at once i loved up until the i i I say like there's a halfway point where the puzzles just cease to exist essentially basically yeah and then the puzzles becomes the combat okay somewhat yeah yeah i i felt like leaving it i'm just like atmospherically like love the game and all that love the imagery and everything associated in that uh regard i didn't like the level design level design is is trash in my opinion it reminded me of mist you saw how confused i was getting with that map and i'm like i should not be getting this confused yeah, yeah, like like part of it is essential. There are a lot of like dead hallways and like looping stuff that doesn't really yeah. help. And like I understand yeah. from like a perspective of like cinematically and like thematically, it's supposed to be like you know confusing and you're kind of stumbling your way mm. through it and figuring figure stuff out. But the signposting is not great. Yeah. Um. I used uh like I essentially used the uh uh cheaters always guts. Right. I got to the puzzle. I paused it. I figured out the puzzle myself because I actually really enjoyed the puzzles in mm. in Scorn. Um, up until like the combat areas, and then the puzzles just cease to exist, except for like one round of the key one, I think. Yeah, because it gets quite combat. I think there's like the key puzzle after that, and then the lift, and that's like it. Well, yeah, there's the one where you got to like match up the lights to turn it on, and then there's like a there's, yeah, a, like the, the to be fair, there is basically no combat in the final area. There is almost no combat except for the. "Quote unquote the boss or the boss last, fight, the kind of <laughs> the boss fight in the there, room, Yeah, okay. there's yeah. Um, Fuck, so it's like such weird. But there is there's one yeah, like the third act part where you need to like find all the switches and find the keys and stuff. Um, yep. there's so much combat there that it's terrible. Uh, the yep. weapons are bad, and uh, like the combats, the combat only ah, the combat only exists in that space though to slow you down. Basically, yeah, it's not it's not weapon. enjoyable. It's yeah, I'm like, I'm finding that's taking it out for me because I really yeah. enjoy the puzzles. I'm actually really enjoying yeah. going through it, even if I'm getting a little bit stuck so, occasionally, but that's just me hitting my head against the wall. The first two levels, quotation marks, mm-hmm. I would say if that was the entirety of the game, this would be like an 8 out of 10 experience for me. Yeah, I feel like if it was like like 1, 2, and 4, like that end, I think the, yeah. the ending bit's really good, but the mid, that third take, bit... Take out the boss out of the end bit and yeah. like make it a puzzle experience that would have been much like a much cleaner experience to me. Mm, yeah. It's the combat that ruins the rest of the game. 
Yeah, I tend to agree. Um, I feel like my biggest problem with this game is that there's combat in it at all. Um, uh. Because it feels like the combat is bad um, and you're not really supposed to engage with it. Mm, um, they could, they still could add the weapons and incorporate it into the puzzles and something like that maybe but i think the other yeah. the other problem with it is that there is also no stealth options to get around the combat yeah like you kind of have to run and you take I... the risk of of getting hurt yeah which is where i'm at right like because i don't i get really frustrated because currently i'm stuck where i have no bullets at all i am down to like no recharge on my health and mm. I have like minimal, like two bars or something like that. And I have to literally yep. just have to run, but I have to time it now because I can't recover that health. Yep. So I'm kind of stuck and it's almost forcing me to like. The fact that they've got five go health yeah. and ammo at all. Like, like if you're going to put combat sense. in the game, make it easier to get healthy. Yeah. The fact that I can't actually just go back to the machine and get more health is fucked. Yeah. That's fucked. Yeah, like they, David said, like, yeah, you, you can easily, quite easily soft lock yourself yeah. if you're not careful. And like, yeah, I nearly and I'm kind got, of already there. I nearly got into a situation that was that bad, but I was lucky to kind of get out of I found a way out. But it was like, I was like, wow, this yeah. actually might be it for me. Like, I might just have that's, to restart this level. That's why I was glad I used a guide for, like, especially the combat sessions, because, like, Cheetah will tell you, like, all right, this one, we're just going to, like, we're just going to mad dash past mm -hmm. this way. You know, pause your game, watch the video like 10, 15 seconds ahead so you follow the restaurant I'm going and you can skip past these three enemies. Mm -hmm. Because the fucking, the spitting enemies too. Yeah, there's some the bullshit. Acid. The little ones, especially because they yeah. spit so fast. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay and, with the and tanks. You can't and really run around them because they block your path and you're like, what yeah. the fuck are you doing? Can you get out of the way, please? And you I, also like, can't stealth away around them because they'll never no. see you. Yeah. I'm like, I'm okay with the tanks. Yeah, uh, there's some enemies you can just wait to leave the area, and that's fine. But yeah, for the most experience, it was just like, like okay, well, would we agree that this game would be better as like a just puzzle walking simulator? Missed if this game? was, if this well, was... it is basically already yeah. there. But yes, yes, without the combat, take yeah. the combat yeah. out, put it, more it, puzzles it, in, give me that, and if, put it horror done. Yeah, first person horror miss game. That that's what I essentially thought this was for the most part. Mm -hmm. Um. Even though we like the combat, uh, like the reloading and all that's like satisfying to me in mm. a way because you don't see like gun reloads and that like that. But I feel like it was just chucked in for the sake of like having another marketing, yeah, uh, selling point. Yeah, um, so I'm like I, I'm, I'm like I, I enjoyed it for the most part, but it is very much like a six point five seven out of ten. Like it, yeah, it's, it's yeah. Not I said three out of five. Yeah, I think I think it could have been so much better without without the combat. Um, you know, like if they if they're taking the combat out, check a few more puzzles in, make it a bit more interesting. Um, I mean, hell, like if they want to turn it's it into not like saying a... people shouldn't play it, people should. Yeah, people yeah. should because it is still good. Now, it's just there's there's issues with it. This this is also one of those games though that makes me think of like thank God Game Pass is a thing because like mm. fuck paying sixty bucks for this. Yeah, that would have been ridiculous. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I would the last thing I want to ask is, yeah. Obviously, Charlotte hasn't finished the game yet, but like, how did you interpret the story? I have no idea. I didn't interpret it any way. I just so literally went from... know what the story is. I, 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 don't know yet. I went from A to B. I have no <laughs> idea what the story is. I finished the game. I saw the ending, and I didn't understand anything that happened the whole time it played through. And I was that, like, okay. That uh, like with the stomach kind of thing and all that. I think it was like meant to be like a uh, symbol of like this is life. You have your kids, pump them out, 
Like mm-hmm. that's a cycle of life. You're just part of the hive. Like I mean, that right, connects- so is it yeah. just like because H.R. Geiger designed mm. his his most famous piece of work aside from Alien is called the Birth Machine. Yeah, I think it was the Birth Machine. Yeah. I, I I essentially you think literally that's... think it's gameplay of the Birth Machine. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I think it's very much a case of like that. towards. I'm not sure how far you're in, but like the clawing at your stomach. Yeah, I remember that part. This, the, the guy that's like the, the, on, the, on your the back, parasite that's you, yeah. on my so, back clawing into me. So I think that's like meant to be representative of like society's um, expectations of women and that kind of stuff as well. Like especially okay. of like, you, you okay. know, women are seen as these people of like you have a baby, you, you like, you know, society's, um, mm-hmm. uh, what's the right Three word? Point. Yeah. Yeah, I guess like expect- I, I get society's mean. expectations yeah. of women. That's how that story felt to me. I could see it. I like honestly, like I'm I'm a fucking idiot. So it's like it just kind of just was like, okay, this is a cool, interesting, weird mm. environment that I'm just gonna yeah. wander through and do the puzzles. I didn't really care much about the story at all. Again, mm-hmm. for those who haven't played it, there's nothing, mm. there's no dialogue, there's nothing written down, there's literally nothing to read. It's all contextual and all um it's all allegorical. You just need to kind of figure it out. It's um, you know what too? It's really like a pretty tech demo. Yeah, it's true. In it, a way. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it is like it's a proof it of concept. sounds harsh. I'm okay uh, with that though. Like, like you are yeah. like, we, we are past- It's an experience. The, we are past but, the, the, the time where you you get shit on for making a walking simulator. You're allowed to make a walking simulator with puzzles. That's totally okay. Yeah. You don't have to put combat in. You don't have to make it a big thing. It can just be to show off the, a- just, you know, just commit to the idea. That's totally fine. Uh, David points out it's not as bad as Agony. Exactly. That was the other problem with Agony, right? Is that that was a stealth game that kind of yeah. tried that's kind of tried to do something similar, but it was technically a fucking mess. Whereas this is like the other end where it was like they kind of tried to put combat into it where it didn't really belong. Um what else have you been playing then, Cameron? Alright. Uh, so in terms of stuff that I've been playing, uh quick mention Cold of Lamb, fucking tarot card achievement fucking finally got fixed as soon as i jumped on i could not find a single fucking uh, spider room for the life of me took me mm. like an hour to get that achievement but once i finally found the spider he's just like hey old friend you're like my favorite customer here have this last achievement you've been waiting two months on i'm like thank you buddy i'm uninstalling you now good for goodbye forever but um That's sad <laughs> i i i, I, I really dlc yeah, I they really will. hope. And like um, the thing is, I'm going to keep it installed forever. Yeah. I love that game. I really hope that they do DLC because it's such an amazing game. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so I got Cold of the Lamb done. Uh, with it, I was just feeling like getting games done at the start of the week. Uh, Boyfriend Dungeon got done because fuck that has some ratio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yep. fucking like nearly six k. Like it left Game Pass because yeah. it left Game Pass and it got it got DLC. an update. Yeah. Yeah. Um. In terms of the update, it was all right, I guess. Mm-hmm. It was fine. Like, yeah. uh, like it just it just felt it. like an extension of the game. Yeah, and I think that's fine for them to do that. Um, don't really have any issues. Yeah. Uh, so, started. So, scientist check is my type. Just, just, just putting that out there. Um, but. <laughs> Got you. No, I'm not even uh, commenting yeah, on. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not saying nothing. <laughs> Unobtainable. So no, what you yeah, right? Yeah. I I thought like I thought the scientist type was Kirby's type. Yeah, well that's yeah. Look, 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 look I, I, I like I like I like strong women. Again, again, untouchable, unwieldable. 
Look, look, I will say in that final Chains scene. Chains and whips excite me. In that final scene, she's she's like, you can lead or I can lead. And and like Yeah, but me... she's still not gonna let you touch her. But she's a switch, so that's fine. Anyway, um Unwieldable, just saying. The, the, you don't you Suck don't sucker for punishment. I mean that is that kind of true. Um just and just hey. look, I, I, I'm an achievement hunter, of Abuse. course I'm a sucker for punishment. Um, um so backbone mm-hmm. I started that. Um I got like an hour in and then I just was really tired. I've been tired like so much this week, like mm-hmm. trying to get past this flow and then just everything else that's been going on. Um, two games that I do really want to talk about though, Forza Horizon 5, the anniversary update was really good, but then mm-hmm. I ended up going back to do the Hot Wheels, uh, Hot Wheels DLC was shit compared to free. Yeah. Not great. Yeah. Um, like it just felt so, I don't want to say unnecessary, but like, Free just had like the benchmark set here. Mm. Fire's benchmarks like here. I thought it was fine, but yeah, I agree with you. Like it wasn't anything special. Yeah. Um, the anniversary update too that was was great, but it was just too short. It's just one of those things that I finished it off and I was like immediately, I want to do more of this. Like these cars are and that are amazing. The only problem I had with it jumping back into Forza Horizon Five, all my settings are messed up. Oh. oh. And I don't know. Or why? Like it felt as if I'd put like a drag settings on mm. and swapped it, and I'm just like something saved here weird. But you only got the eliminator to go, just the eliminator is all I got left. Yep, it's got to win cool. one of those. I've I've bashed my head against cool. it a few times this week, but no luck. I, I think I got third most recently. Yeah. So, and then the new game that I've been playing today that is probably going to be somewhat of an addiction for me is Vampire Survivors. Uh, I've, I've heard, heard a lot of good things about this game before it came. I. Yeah, I need to I, know more about this because I don't actually know anything. Okay, so Vampire Survivors, I heard <laughs> about. Obviously, like we're do, we're doing Nightcrawlers at the moment, we're publishing, yeah, yeah. And somebody told me a few months ago, like, oh, like Nightcrawlers has that auto battling aspect that's similar to Vampire Survivors, and I'm like, oh, okay, what's that? And then so I started seeing all these uh, trailers pop up for Vampire Survivors, which is essentially like 2D sprite on a plane but it's an auto battler and all you're doing is essentially like curving your way through enemies while the attacks just, you know, attack automatically. And it's very much one of those kind of like survive as long as you can kind of games, but it is addicting as fuck. Like it's such a simple concept, but the gameplay loop is that solid. Um, Played like three matches just starting off today. And then I was like, Oh, okay. I got like 20 minutes in. That's pretty solid. Did the second map. Um, my highest level was 23, and then immediately just jumped up to, to like 75. And um, yeah, it like it's very enjoyable. Um, the 1.0 release has 140 achievements, to which I'm like somewhere between 30 and 40. But it's like getting relics for a level, uh, mixing some. Um, you've got like your attacks and your secondaries. So, like, if you do magic wand upgrades, they'll add, like, an extra projectile, and then you can mix it with, um, I can't remember what the other relic is, but it makes, like, a more powerful one. And then it's just blending them all at the same time to just get through these um, different maps and progress. But then has the roguelike element of, like, just slowly upgrading the coins as well. Mm. Um and then there's like a whole bunch of different characters that you can play with that start off with a like a different main weapon. Um, there's achievements tied to certain ones for lasting like more than 30 minutes. 
it's very much one of those games that like if you had a uh, Steam Deck, this would be like amazing to like sit down like that. Um, it's PC Game Pass at the moment. I don't think it's cloud gaming, but like if this does come to cloud gaming, this is going to be like one of those fun things that you just play on the bus for a little bit and then pause. Like it's just, it's one of those like really mindless games that you just sucks like a little bit of time out of you. Day. Mm, okay. Um, but yeah, really enjoyable. I think there's currently one achievement that is apparently unobtainable or somebody in the community has reported as unobtainable. But um, like the game only just came out yesterday. So it is like one of those things as well. But yeah, I'm probably going to keep on with it. Probably going to get Backbone done this week. And then I'm probably going to start Far Cry 6. Oh, okay. Oh. And the story about Far Cry 6 is I want to get it done uh, because Nikita's late pop bought it for me for Christmas last year. Yeah. And I want to do it as a tribute for him. Yeah. Which is good. Hmm. Uh, the, that all, anything else? Yeah. Nah, that's it. Cool. Charlotte? Um, I've only really been playing two games at the moment. Um, I'm kind of in a bit of a gaming slump. Uh, we're getting there, but it's a little bit tricky. Um, everyone sort of goes through it. It's fine. I'm just waiting till I can actually play for fun again rather than actually feel like I'm stressed about it. Um, Scorn, of course, I've been playing that on stream, which I'm really enjoying, and I'm hoping that that's going to be the game that I finish probably mm-hmm. end of the weekend, maybe start of next week. Um, I did want to start uh, Resident Evil 7, but I'm having trouble getting it to actually play on my alt. Now, the reason I want to play it on my alt is because I was going to stream it and I wasn't prepared ready to start doing it on my main yet and I kind of want to run through it twice it's it's the kind of game that I do want to do more than once especially because it's Resident Evil I'm going to do 8 as well eventually Um, but for some reason I just will not play on my alternate account mm. at all it just doesn't so it's it's like no you play on your main account or you don't play at all um, so I'm just waiting on that one Um, I am going through Costume Quest 2 at the moment so i'm trying to get that one complete before the end of the month before the end of october so that's the one i'm focused on at the moment um i'm really enjoying it uh i had only played like the first little bit to where you first go in and you have to honk the horn at the the crocodile to get the achievement for honking it a thousand times um so i had only popped one achievement in the game so far and I've now popped another three and I'm loving it. I love the fact that it's Halloween. I'm kind of playing it in October. I get to run around in costumes and change the costumes up. I'm getting better at the combat. Um, I think the only part that I'm finding a little bit tricky is that without the walkthrough, I'm getting stuck on like how to complete all the quests and how to find everything. And it's definitely much easier with the walkthrough. Um, and then The Walking Dead, I have started the Telltale Collection. So we would, I'm like, I'm prepared for a long run with that one. Um, it has set me back to, I think, like 68% completion percentage, but I'm going to work through it and just bring it back up again. You said the collection? Yeah, the, the full one. Yeah. It's got all of them in it. You know how close I, like, just yeah. thinking of Telltale right now, how yeah. close I was to buying the new Tales from the Borderlands game yesterday. Mm. 70 bucks. 
But EB didn't have any copies in stock. Yeah. Too expensive for my blood. I'll wait for it to go down in price to come out the game. Yeah. yeah, I think it's probably going to be the case now. Uh, anything yeah, else, Charlotte? Me. Cool. No, that's me. Um, Costume Quest is fucking fantastic. Both of them mm. are really good. I, like, I love Double Fine. They they make so many great games. Um, yeah, Give us like stacking too. Yeah, Restacked. Oh, Restack. Stack harder. Um, oh. So I've been playing quite a bit this week. So uh, Backbone, uh, as everyone's been playing it. So I got my last few in that. I had a couple of delayed pops that were really worrying, but everything worked out in the end. Thank you, Welsh Hunter, for your guide. Um, are you gonna check out the the another one that Eggnut is doing? Uh, I'm making maybe. another backbone game. Oh, are they okay? Cool. Yeah, I'll, mm. I'll probably check that out. Um, the story in that game is fucked. Um, yep. <laughs> um, I did scorn like we've talked about. Uh, I also did Archvale, um, which is a sort of twin stick shooter Zelda light game where you go around in dungeons and just beat the shit out of things, do some really basic puzzles, um, and collect items and equipment. Um. Really sort of, you know, don't need a guide for it. You just kind of wander around the squares on a map and just kind of explore things. Um, I wish it was a little bit more Zelda-y with its like puzzles and kind of secrets. There are really no secrets in the game. It's basically just like walk forward, kill enemy, continue. Mm. Um, but, you know, it was a good, good mindless game while I was waiting for other things to come out. Uh, also did Beacon Pines on Charlotte's recommendation because I know she absolutely loved it. Um, yep. Yeah, definitely has that Stranger Things vibe. Um, choose your own, choose your own adventure. Um, I love the dialogue. I love the story. It's all very, it's very, very interesting. Very cutesy. Yeah, it, it is. It is. It has some interesting undertones as well. Um, yeah, I had a great time playing through it. Definitely recommend it. Um, you don't really need a guide for it for the most part because you can always go back and do stuff. But mm-hmm. yeah, definitely, definitely recommend it. Um, and then yeah, the main thing that I've been playing. Um, I said this week I started it last night i think or the night before persona uh, what persona? no i have not started persona <laughs> it, it just came out today i don't know, um, I, don't know. Just I, I have today. it installed and it depends have on we heard from valid out of order no. no he's playing them in order so he will not be okay. starting it until it's in order yeah so i'm going to start five as soon as i'm done with this game which is a plague tale requiem um so i was uh i was waiting for it and charlotte mentioned that it reminded me mm-hmm. that the game had come out and i said fuck it we'll just start it and i'll try and get it done and then start persona afterwards uh this game is fucking great it is it is more like it is more of the same in a very in a very like gears of war 2 to gears of war 1 style where they were like here's a really good concept let's just expand on it new weapons um new enemy types uh new environments new puzzles um it it's a the game in scope is much much bigger than i was expecting one of the main complaints Mm. about the first game was that the stealth felt quite restrictive whereas here you have a lot more options also it's much harder um enemies spot you a lot easier but in terms of like the stealth is harder the combat is easier because you can put on like easy mode um Mm. you can put on like um you can put on um like no death mode like there's a lot more in terms of accessibility but the enemies spot you from further away um, they've got more tools to fuck you up with. Um, mm-hmm. But you've also got more things to mess with them as well. Like you just, you learn some other like rat abilities. Um, you get the crossbow at some stage. Um, I really, really enjoyed the story. Not a huge fan of the ending. Uh, I won't go into it, obviously, um, <laughs> I, at like, all. But um, She married a rat. It's not yet, no. Um, okay. Can, actually, there's one thing I want to add about this too. Also, if you're playing this game, she's 15. Don't fucking sh- yeah, no, Twitter no, friends. Don't, don't wait. Yeah, don't, what? Don't Lou to me. Okay, Misi, I don't want to know about this. Don't you don't Lou to me. See, you don't need to do it's that. It's like 
Yeah, yeah. leading a she, lolly. She, please she's a child. Please, yeah. please. Um, it's like, what the fuck? I mean, I know she's French, but like, calm down. Um, I think <laughs> oh, that, geez. like, I think that, yeah, like, I, I really enjoy playing through it. Um, the my, my my biggest problem is that you need to do a second playthrough to get all the achievements, unfortunately. Um, so I'm doing a new game plus now. There, there is a instead of they've simplified some of the systems. So now when you're crafting, uh, your crafting system no longer you don't have to have different materials. You just need material and tools, and that's it. Um, so okay. you're not like you're not like oh I don't have string or I don't have leather or whatever. It's just like if you have a number of materials and you have tools, and then of course there's the upgrade where you don't need tools, you just need materials. Okay, that's good. Um, what I would advise to do is like I don't have all my things upgraded by the end of the game. Um, new game plus will carry that across, but there's also not a new game plus plus. So if you don't get everything in your second playthrough, you're fucked. Um, okay, so you have to go to get it on your second playthrough. So what I advise you do is don't upgrade anything. You can avoid get as much materials as possible. Upgrade one thing. Load your checkpoint, upgrade one list, load your checkpoint, just do that for each of the, the weapons or uh, uh, gear because you get an achievement for each of them. Um, so it's not an unlock all such. No, thankfully, no. It's a, it's an unlock everything in, in this tree. And there's only like three per tree. Um, so, so get, yeah. uh, do you know how many materials you need to get before? I think you need like 165 or something along those lines. Wait till you get the crossbow because the crossbow is also one. Once okay. you get the crossbow and you have enough, I think it's like chapter five or six sort of like up towards the end of the first act um that's kind of where you want to do that so that's just um the other system they have in the game is you have new skills that you learn um instead of using like skill points it's basically based around how you deal with enemy encounters so if you kill very few enemies you get better stealth abilities if you kill like half the enemies in a group you get some stuff around alchemy and that's some like stuff around um crafting to make like your crafting quicker and easier uh, and then if you kill like all the enemies in there, you get like aggression skills to allow you to push people into fire pits and that kind of stuff. So it increases by how you play, but yeah. there aren't enough encounters in the game to get all three of them maxed out. So I, I have like all three of them kind of like 75%. So I'm going to be focusing in this next playthrough to basically max them out by trying to focus each encounter by how many enemies you kill. So it's not possible at all to get all the achievements one playthrough. No. No, so I, I have literally every achievement except for maxing out each of those three skill trees. Um, you could like focus on one skill tree and get it maxed out if you wanted to, but I would not advise it. I would try and even them out just because yeah. there are some situations where you just won't be able to kill everyone and you just will get, you know, anyway. Uh, also, yes, don't use daggers to kill people. As David Pilt points out, you need the daggers for um, opening secret chests. There are 10 of them. Okay. Um, use a collectible guide. Uh, Power Picks has a good one that you could just follow. Like I didn't use the main walkthrough. I just used this collectible guide to make sure that I didn't miss anything. And I got all the achievements by the end of it. But will that 75% pass yes. over? Into yes, it will. Yeah. Everything like that passes over. So your gear level and your um your skill level pass over as well. But you won't be able to get more right. skill until like the second chapter. Uh, the game is That's like... good. Hmm? So you go. The game is 17 chapters long. There is a lot of game here. Yeah. Holy. Um, like, I so mean... bigger than the original. Yeah, although I mean, the original was not a small game by any means, right? Like, there was no, a lot, but that's still levels. bigger than the original. Like. The original was like what ten hours, and this is like fifteen to sixteen. Yeah, mm. yeah, basically, yeah. Like, I I was up till four a.m. playing it this morning. Um, it it's it's great. I fucking loved it. Mm. Um, it does definitely speed up towards the end. Um, but yeah, it's um, it's like okay. I, I I highly recommend it. It's got a few like it's technically it's still a little bit janky at times. Um, and sometimes you feel like the stealth kind of like you're like come on, like obviously you shouldn't be able to see me from there um but 
like whatever I, I i had a great time playing through it this will probably be on my game of the year list i am i'm i fucking loved it um story-wise i have opinions i'd love to do a spoiler cast at some stage we probably will actually because i'm assuming all, all of us yeah, are I, yeah i plan to do them when i get the chance um better worse or same as innocence um Ooh. what's the first thing that comes to mind just good I, better or same i think like, it's probably good, worse or same. i think it's better i think it's slightly okay. better um I think that innocence has a better structure to it um, mm. in terms of like, like it's quite pacing story, that kind the, of stuff. The pacing's a little bit better. Um, yeah. This game has good pacing for the most part though, but it feels like because it has an expanded scope, like you're like, oh, I feel like, you know, normally in innocence, it would be like, oh, two enemies encounters and then some story. Now it's like four enemy encounters and then some story. So like, there's a bit more to okay. it, um, which is fine. Cause like the gameplay is still fun to play and you have a lot of options. Um, I just feel like, yeah, like it's, it's definitely a larger game. And there's an area like right, like in the second act towards the end of the second act, that's like an open world area that you explore for like part of a, a, a quest. Mm-hmm. It's like, I was like, what is this doing in this game? Like I was like, I was blown away. Visually, it's incredible. This is one of the best looking games I've seen in a very long, like, Innocence was a good looking game, right? And it kind of mm. came out of nowhere and ended up on Game, game of the Year list for people. This is the same, where it's like, they've just upped it. The biggest problem though, doesn't run at 60 and there's no option to mm. uh and it's pretty like again i get over it right yeah. whatever i play shit all the time um if like in i imagine that would be one of those things though that they would probably like patch in later. i mean if they could patch it in, that'd be great this game deserves to be played at 60 just like innocence was yeah um but i don't think I don't think Innocence was 60 at launch. No, well, I don't believe it was. I think um, it was that that um up it, they did a uh, four, they did like their 4K 60 patch for Series X, I believe, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, this game looks better, sounds better, like it it is a vast improvement in terms of from a technical perspective, but they just didn't hit that 60, which is really unfortunate. Um there are a lot of rats on screen. They definitely they um they definitely get oh. their mileage out of the like they're like, we're going to rat this up. Tsunami of rats, man. The, the, they're like, the amount of times that the camera is facing you and you're running away from a wave of rats, they do that a lot. Like, there's a lot mm-hmm. of rats in this fucking game. Um, yeah, this, uh, yeah uh, look, there's a lot of stuff that I'm just like, I want people to play through it. Um, it does feel like it drags just maybe, maybe just a little bit in terms of some of the later stuff where it's like, okay, like, I kind of just want to get to the story. Like, I don't really feel like I yeah. need to do all these puzzles. But that's what the game is. Uh, it's a mixture of puzzles, story, and combat. And exploration highly highly recommended i think it's like a it's a strong like eight nine out of ten game it's fantastic yeah. cool. uh, and yeah no 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 window stack for it unfortunately but i think it's just that'll come i yeah i quickly just wanted to go to backbone for a second because i found the original article talking about the sequel while fans are now speculating on Eggnut's twitter feed about what the game will be the only thing Eggnut has revealed is that we can't tell you whether it's a sequel prequel or a racing game just yet but please know that it's more gay <laughs> okay all right sure why not so i was like all right cool okay um, from yeah, what that... i played backbone already it's been amazing so yeah I th- I, first two acts first two or three acts of backbone are really good and then it jumps the fucking shark towards the end okay. um all right um and that's that's me um charlotte you want to go to our leaderboard yeah um so let me just bring it up Uh, in third place, we have Panda, MC Panda Gamers, with 6,015 gamer score. In second place, we have Mad Mike Forever, with 7,010. 
And in first place, we have Thrash Forever with 11,250. Thrash is doing a good job. How is um, Panda even up there with all that Valorant he's been playing? Because he still (laughs) plays a lot of Trash. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, that's it. He's still working on getting to that 800,000. So, like, it's not surprising. I mean, I guess those visual novels aren't going to complete themselves. No, no. exactly. Well, well so, in, some ca- in some cases they will, but... Um... Not in this case. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, and then for completions for the week, uh, we have the Moon Zoom, who finished Halo MCC, which is pretty cool. Yep. Um, Baron Von Neumann finished Beacon Pines. Uh, Firehawk D completed Grace Guys. Rapture completed some baby games, but he also did Echo Generation, Killing Floor 2, and um, Forza 5. Um, Valak C. Dio completed Merc 2, Mercenaries 2, uh, and The Forgotten City. Um, Mark B. completed Sunset Overdrive. Hack and Pine completed The Gunk. Chin Doctor completed Archvale and Escape Academy. Um, Keo Olive Live at Home completed scorn and dirt five uh natolinator completed dirt five professor pluto completed shadow warrior three the last stand of uh, last stand aftermath and hit 800k just before the show which is pretty cool finally catching up to me yeah he loved that like that aftermath game yeah, I think he had to like do it all in one setting to get that <clears throat> final achievement. Five, five run throughs in one setting. Yeah, Jesus. Um, we then have David who completed Covox Pitch, Inbento, and Run Out, and then Michael KV completed Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Fantastic! Some yeah. some really good completions this week. All right. Um, well, I'll quickly go into the uh, the word challenge everyone's favorite competition that we run uh if you don't know what the word challenge is basically i pick a game uh each month or so uh put it into a bot uh on our discord and you basically have to go into a channel called word challenge on our discord discord.io/callthegamers uh and guess what the game is simple as that and if you win you win 20 bucks australian in whatever currency that you um you need uh and i put out a new clue so no one's got it yet uh it's not the fucking witness um although i am having fun finding new gifts telling people to fuck off when they guess it um so mm-hmm. the clues are we were having a whole discussion about it at work the other day it's great. Uh, the clue the first clue was that it was an fps game uh the second clue last week that it was part of a cross-generational series so across multiple consoles uh, generational consoles and then the third clue is that it's a game that i finished um, so th- again, that doesn't narrow down a huge amount because I just hit 2010 completed games, but hopefully that helps a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so good luck to everyone. Um, put your guesses in next week. Uh, we're getting towards the end of the month. So next week might be the one where I make it really, really obvious what it is, but we'll see mm-hmm. what those guesses are. Um, cause people, are, people got some good ideas, but I want to get some, some competition going. Uh, Cameron, anything for Patreon? Uh, give me two seconds. Uh, I'll be, I'll be honest. I've been very lazy with. I'm not lazy. I've had a whole lot of shit going on in my life, so I haven't been able to do the Patreon draw yet. So we'll do probably two of them next week to catch up for. September we were going one. to skip the Patreon for this. Yeah. Episode. Why? Well, next yeah. week. Yes. And then, uh, in terms of people, yeah. we have Odrin, 
we have Lee. Why is it? Okay, for whatever reason, Patreon's like... There we go. Uh, we have Lee, we have Mikkel, we have Chapters, Natalator, Firehawk, Mad Lefty, G-Spaceman, Admiral Awesome, uh, Keo, Happy Moogles, Concrete Skills, Hack and Phone, Cavalier 07, Odd McClown, Mark B, and McLovin Legend. Thank you very much, guys. We wouldn't be able to do the show without you guys. Sorry, I'm just Check. trying to get into yeah. it. Uh, you're all good. Uh, yeah, so we, we greatly appreciate your support, guys. Uh, like Cameron said, we would literally would not be able to run the show without you guys. Um, we would we would go broke. Um, and I guess that's kind of kind of bring us towards the end of the show. Uh, if you want to come hang out with us, Discord.io/slash/WallerGamers is the place to find us in our community. Come say hi. Uh, we do the show live on Twitch every week, Xbox Hall of Gamers. Um, so you can come hang out in the chat, like David and Bulbasaur and Chili Dogs and a few other people. Um, come ask questions and we can react live which is which is quite helpful to us um and of course if you want to get in contact with us in other ways uh haulinggamerspodcast at gmail.com or haulinggamerspod on twitter uh you can ask questions all over the show we we've got a discord channel for the questions it's usually the best place to do it but if you do want to get in contact with us in other ways you don't have a discord for some reason um we do have those other avenues otherwise uh yeah uh, if you want to help out the podcast, uh, subscribe to us on your platform of choice, leave us a review, uh, retweet our stuff. Uh, word of mouth, as always, is huge for us. Uh, and especially if you want to send in a song of the week, uh, hit me up. Just send it to my Discord and um, I'll make sure you guys get, you get a credit for it if it's something I have to sing myself. Or we'll just put you straight on the show. All right, Cameron, if you want to be found, um, what's the deal? Uh, you can find me when my headset is fully charged again um, and a shadowless edge on pretty much anything. Cool. Fantastic. Charlotte? Um, I'm on Twitch under Charmandosaurus underscore Rex. Um, Twitter, I'm Audrey Lily Char. On um, Discord, just work it out. Don't talk to me. It's fine. Uh, and I'm Neomaster Everything, True Achievements, Xbox, and Discord. Uh, thank you to our patrons. Thank you to my wonderful co-hosts. Uh, and thank you to our live Twitch audience for, for chiming in and, and joining us. And for you listening at home, we will catch you guys next week. See you later. Bye-bye. Peace.